Chubby Flaco, dímelo mi gente. Surprise, surprise. It's JP Savage. Hey, like a thumb in Ricochet's bum. Wow. I don't even know it has to do anything with it, but old school. What? <laughs> All of that made sense pre-production, I promise. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. We thank you again for joining us this week. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for showing love each and every week. Gentlemen, welcome to the room where it happens. How Yo, the fuck we What look? happened to your background? Yeah, your background. Yo, you're going to have to see some shit because it's a new system we're going over here. New layout. And it got a little darker. I don't know. Oh, I see. You've been watching the movie from Pixel and shit. Adam Sandler's Pixel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, too. <laughs> I, I got I got the 720 version. Hey, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to subscribe, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Heels, pops, and chair shots on Instagram. HPC Too Sweet. IG, Twitter, everywhere. Check the closet. Check your mom's closet. Check your sister's closet. Check everybody's closet because there's bugs and you need exterminators. Let's Check your mama's fucking ropes. Check your mama's panty drawer, just like I do every single night. Yeah, oh, that's a gosh. lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's helping you to get I'll some cardio you. in, right? I yeah, guess. Let's get some cardio in. Let's, 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 let's do that. Let's do that. Um, be sure to wear a mask out there, guys, because um, apparently it's the law in some places. Um, Kevin Owens would recommend it. Surely this week he was... Well, he gave up. He revealed that he confronted Vince McMahon and... Uh, Said, yo, what's up with these masks? Why are we not wearing masks? I mean, yo, is it why the fuck not? Yo, why is this such a problem? Like, why is this such a weird and abstract concept to wear a mask? It shouldn't be this hard. Like, why is it this hard? Because freedom and murka. <laughs> I don't know if people were refusing. It's just uh, they, they weren't. The, the thing is, they weren't. Because apparently, when he went to that office and he confronted him on this one occasion, I mean, apparently now it's a rule. They've they've enforced it. So I, 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 I think it's a situation where it, nobody said anything, but they knew they would be scorned if they wore the mask. Therefore, it was assumed it's not allowed. And then when Kevin spoke up, obviously it rubs the upper upper heads wrong. But they gotta apply by it because they gotta buy by it because it's it's what has to happen right now. It is not that simple. Yo, it's simple. Wear your mask. What the yeah. fuck? What is it? Plain and yo, simple. Just wear your mask. Wear a panty if you want. Yo, wear something to protect your face. Like it, it's not that serious. It's not about you. Wear Dude, a mask. Wash your hands. In your wash life. Your ass. And wear a mask with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not that serious. I mean, that, it's not definitely that serious. Credit for him standing up like that, man. Because yo, it's he could have just easily serious. just taken that shit. I mean, and like, not fucking you know. That shit. 
I think uh, Kevin Owens had a family member pass away recently as well. So it hit some on, uh, you know, I think it was his uh, wife's uh, grandfather. grandfather. So, you know, th- this is something that's impacted everyone in a very different way. And, and, and the reality is, yes, re- I said it, you're going <laughs> to have uh, leaders in certain locker rooms. And Kevin Owens is one of those leaders. Sick. He always has been outspoken, but in the right moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we talked about uh, a few weeks ago, uh, a month or so ago, when uh, old boy from, um, I forgot their names now, the, the faction that uh, Kevin Owens shouted out on, on Twitter. He's like, really? This is how you feeling? That he was supporting America? And all oh, um, right. Uh, the Forgotten Sons. Forgotten Sons. That's oh, how, that's, yeah, yeah, Forgotten Sons. Yeah, see, we forgot. Because Kevin Owens... <laughs> So no, I appreciate you know what everyone that's working in that facility right now is safer because Kevin Owens says something, and that's what has to happen. Or more I, leadership needs to. I'm taken. just like, especially as we go into extreme rules. Come on, guys. The, the goalposts are weird, right? Like in the same place where we're letting prisoners out of jail because of COVID, like we also are going back to school in two weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a lot of places, so. Yep, it's weird to know. Like, when is wrestling? Like, when are people gonna be going back to like a WWE or an AEW show? Like, when's that happening? I think immediately. No, tomorrow. Well, we should know. We should note though. At during uh fight for the fallen, there were fans in the stands. There were like in the in the upper upper the first deck, very spread out. Right. But there were fans in the stands. You know where else there were fans, JP? Ooh. This Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. 7-Eleven, you could say. It was the benefit from Synergy Wrestling, where they brought everybody together for a nice little wrestling show, raised That's funds for the Nurses Foundation. It was all good vibes. Warhorse was out there. Shout us to Warhorse and more on that in a few. Brandon Kirk was out there doing big things, becoming number one contender. You already know. Okay. okay. Listen, but Synergy, they had, people, they had people in the stands. They were safe, socially distanced, mask-wearing individuals. Yo, great job. Great job with the social distancing, man. Absolutely, it was dope. Right? Everybody was nice and separated. It was cool. Good so vibe. Do you think we can see that at the E? Like, is that a thing that can even happen? I think it will. I just think realistically right now, we're not going to see fans in the stands until January. Because you have right now the NBA, MLB, and NFL about to start. And every day they're getting a surplus of numbers of people of players testing positive. Right. And I mean, I don't have to be Nostradamus to understand that the numbers speak for themselves. If it continues before they start, and you have teams that instead of you know 15 players in the back, now they got six, you can't play. <laughs> so I don't care what G League team, like at that point is ridiculous, right? At that point, why even try to finish? You're just gonna get even more people sick. Just give the Lakers what? a championship, baby. Just give them a championship. Well, according to this, according to the, the CDC, six. those oh, no. numbers are going to be changing pretty soon. Uh, but oh. that's not what we're going to get into. Pero we're that's for another podcast. Other, that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think. I think there's too many fans for WWE events for them to be that socially distant 
uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be some work. It's gonna be a process to get that shit arranged, organized at least. I don't see them separating. Um, so many people have this thing, man. Even Rusev apparently has this now. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. I don't I don't see how we're still opening, yo. Like, I mean, God bless everything. Everything comes out well, and that the death rate apparently is down from from some reports. <laughs> yo, but if, if um, you if if you think about it, Lana's had it rough because her parents have battled COVID, and now they're kind of, like, getting over it. They're in those final stages of getting over it, and now Rusev has it. So, yeah, like, has, has... Do you guys think that Lana's been tested? You guys I'm think sure, that she's I'm sure they've probably... Why are you asking that question? TCF, why are you asking that question? I don't know, bro. There's, like, a common... There's, like, a little common denominator between her parents and her husband and her lover. I thought I thought I thought you were trying to insinuate that you know because Bobby Lashley's 44th birthday was this week that uh she had to get tested. Yo, maybe Happy him birthday, and Bobby Lashley. Tested too. Hey, uh, just say. Hey, I don't know, no, bro. They work together. This shit is dangerous. It's from close contact. I don't know what y'all talking about. Exactly. I don't know. She could have sneezed. She could have sneezed, tripped, uh, fell, and landed uh, on his dick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move this motherfucker right along before we <laughs> get nuts. <laughs> all the things she said, all the things she said, running through running my head. Through my head, running through my head. Out, apparently. Uh, old school, talk to me a little bit. Dope. So, Tegan was known to have a uh, a partner amongst her family and her friends. Well, actually, just amongst her family. Uh, she spoke with uh, Sonia Deville, who is kind of like the resident ambassador. LGBT uh, ambassador for the E. And, uh, and she got some advice, and she decided to come out to her fans and to the rest of the world. And you know what? Good for her for living her truth. And and you know what? More people should be able to do that. Yeah, for, oh, definitely. Yeah. That was just a really shitty transition, but good <laughs> yeah. for her. <laughs> good for her. She's coming out. What, I, what uh, I'm excited uh, about is 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 seeing wrestlers that come out and are able to be in their truth. I mean, it's only going to enhance their performance because they're going to be comfortable. They're not going to be hiding. Facts. They'll be able to see their true selves. So the best is just to come for Tegan Knox. Uh, I don't know if I will say that about the main event yesterday, but the best is just to come for Tegan Knox. I mean, Ooh. the match wasn't that bad. The match wasn't that bad, but we'll get to it. Well, that's why we'll I said we'll get, get to it. it. She's still a well, snack. Oh, next on speaking of truths, <laughs> uh, I want to know who's telling the truth here in this next story. Jericho uh, was compared to uh, Sebastian Bach. Uh, he said you. he looked like him. Uh, yeah, gracias. And um, <laughs> who, who's lying here, who, guys? Who? He's gang? Jericho or Bach? Who sings better? Oh, Bach? Who's the guy that Bach? Bacalao. Bacalao. Joe. I was Sebastian What's Bach. his name? Oh, I put the wrong syllable. Oh, aha, <laughs> uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh, okay. Aha. <laughs> hey. uh, uh-huh. Aha, oh, aha, you look, aha, de la aha, por allá. Yeah, aha, aha, back, 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 
Because ain't nobody talking about <laughs> Go back uh, to whatever think... hole you came from. I think there's like a show coming out of this and and there's like they're gonna sing each other a fucking song and it's gonna be You know, you know what I realized what I realized uh after watching Fight for the Fallen is that right now Chris Jericho is selling his soul to put put AEW over. Like he'll do whatever it takes. Like it, the way he said, "I'm coming out as just Like he repeated that <laughs> shit to the end, bro. He's like, "I took that fucking spot, and I make sure you know about it." Fucking three hours later, shit. Like he's yeah, doing whatever yo, possible. He was if it's that- gonna get it over, he's like, "I'm with it." That man is gold on commentary. God bless. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, he just, it looks like he's just having a good time. And he throws himself into it and looks like he's just going to enjoy himself, like, whatever. And he's going to do whatever he, that, whatever makes him laugh. Well, that, that's the thing, right? He's, like, in the FU stage of his career where it's, like, yeah. it's all for him. Like, he's done everything he's needed to do to prove what he is as a performer. And now it's, like... What brings me happiness? Now, yeah. what happens when this sucks? You're gonna you're gonna run out of steam, like everybody he, does. Like everybody, get, does. he he'll have his billionaire's money and not really care. But well, I, I think I think I think I think I think this is what now it, it this opens the door for him. Like when he cannot go into the ring anymore, he could be a commentator. Like he's great. I love the idea of. I mean, that, I mean that elongates his career. But did y'all have y'all I mean, noticed he's... like he catches himself, you know, he knows his persona's a heel, but he catches himself giving props to the wrestlers. And then when he catches himself, he's like, Oh, but he sucks. Right? Yeah. Like he throws it <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is dope. It's dope. And I love it. I love it. It's it's Chris Jericho. That's why he's on the yeah. Mount Rushmore, right? But see, like, all that shit is permissible as long as, like, you remember the baseline, right? And he always remembers the baseline. The baseline story is that I'm the bad guy. I'm, like, this entitled little prick. I've got this kind of particular angle. And I just, every as long as everything kind of jumps off that, then it's good, yep. right? As soon as, like, he starts, but, I mean, he's really good at, like, changing direction, too. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I would say, like, when AEW first started to where we are now, although he's been the same, he's gotten so much better. Yeah, he definitely has. I the one problem I have is that Excalibur disappears every time Jericho's on the mic. Uh, it's just... It's because Jericho takes, take, he takes over. Yeah, I think he kind of ball hugs a little bit. But but would this be the case where we would have a, as I'll say, like a first-string champion who's in an announcer? Usually when we get an announcer, they're like a third string regional heavyweight champion who like was was okay in the ring, but they're better on the mic. This is like the first time we've seen like so a thoroughbred. Huh? You're very nice to Taz. You're very nice to Taz, Oscar. And, hey, listen, and Lawler, <laughs> oh, he's talking about <laughs> I'll throw Lawler, I'll throw JBL in there. Yeah, you're well, talking about uh, Macho talking Man. About... Don't forget about Macho Man. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh yes. Uh don't forget about CM Punk. That's a valid point, though, right? Like, Mean Gene? It's never like a top tier star at their top tier. Yeah, like, right. Because like, right now, he's he's on top. Like, he's fucking. Bobby Heenan? 
But even Bobby Heenan wasn't a wrestler while he did it. But Bobby Heenan, in my opinion. Bobby Heenan was like a journeyman when he was a wrestler. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. He's money on the mic too, man. Well, there again, with Samoa Joe, amazing talent. But he was never, uh, he never held the big belt. And Joe gets hurt. He gets hurt in, like, really shitty moments. Well, he's also older. He's He's older. It's been a lucky, yeah. Freaking commercial, man. That sucks. I think that Samoa Joe is a great example of somebody that can really flourish in a non-wrestling role in the WWE. Um, I don't think a lot of guys could make that transition. Like, like I love Kevin Owens, but if Kevin Owens did commentary every night, I don't think it'd be very good. I see what you're saying. I mean, same thing with Jericho. Jericho is a lot of fun, but he he's a ball hog, right? Like you guys said. And so if like I if I had to hear him every week, all the time, like they're doing it now. There's no fans. He's trying to like consume space, right? Saying a lot, like just trying to like keep people busy, but. I can't see that, that like that be a reality all the time unless he tones it down. And Samoa Joe is really good at like knowing his place in, in like where where to be effective. You know? Um who else could be like a good commentary transition? I think the I like, Miz. The Miz? Miz got a lot of personality behind that movie. I yeah. think that He's the host of the show, The Cannonball. He Yo, that show, that wow. did, did anybody catch that? After nah, I saw a little bit of it. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, it was, not, it's bad. not bad. It's not bad at all. Yo, shout out to Roxy Diaz. Oh, I think The Miz is a good example of someone that might not be able to get someone else over. I don't know. I've never heard him really try to get other people over. I think he's good at getting himself over. And he's good at talking for himself. But when you're not comfortable... Why? You forget the time when he mentored Daniel Bryan to become the champion that he is today. He was constantly on the commentary, a big upping his rookie. Come on now, in the great well, times of the WWE, because of what he did, it wasn't like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not fuck Miz, man. Like there's no way, dude. He's always about getting him over, and like while there's a, a thing to that. You also got to know when to eat shit, and I don't think Miz is like I don't know. I, I think that his character, as it stands now, co- like clashes with that. So, right? so you don't think you don't think Miz could pull off a uh, Corey Graves? No, I don't. Because he's very self-loathing at the same time, but he also puts uh, he bigs up, puts people over. I mean, in real life, he seems to be real level, and uh, like I guess like the Miz obviously is his character, or whatever, but. I, I just I have a hard time seeing it, or like okay. for him to do that on a on a consistent basis. He's just not the kind of guy that I see really putting other people over. Like even even other people on the mic. Like when you're gonna have a match, you kind of put over the other guy. Like there's a there's a semblance of like an analysis of like, well, this is gonna be a challenge, right? Yeah, Byron he- Saxon knows a lot about that. <laughs> 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 Shut up, Saxton. <laughs> That's part of the problem. Facts, facts. You know who I miss? Mike Tenay. Mike Tenay. Mike Tenay. No, um, Todd Pettingale. Jesus. Okay. Who's that? Wasn't he? In you remember Todd Pettingale? 
He was in the India <laughs> House pay per view last year. That was like old, man. WWE oh, bro, super, old, WWF superstar. Today, I like just because he he fed you all the info you didn't know about. Like like he got over maneuvers and styles. Did he? He gave you the behind the scenes. I like when Taz like fucking starts really like breaking down moves. Yep. And like how like oh these moves build up to this and about. He tells a really good story. I really, I'd prefer him not to manage Brian Cage and to fucking be in the booth. I think, I think he's better. AEW is trying to find itself, right? Like I get mm-hmm. it. Like it's it's right now it's trying to figure shit out. And I, Jr. has to be in the booth because it's a big name and like it's a small company and and whatever. Um, Shivani does a great job, right? Um, uh, Marquez gets lost in the sauce. Not Marquez. Um, fucking Excalibur, Excalibur knows like he knows the name of like every wrestling move out there. So that's he, why they put him. They put him on commentary. But he doesn't share them. So what's the point? But it, <laughs> he's, he has he has a hard time finding his voice, right? Because that's yeah, a, he that's, does. He does. You know, because they don't want to step on each legends. other's toes. But no, but he's yeah, commentating man. with two legends. You know what I mean? That's it's the problem. It's gotta be rough, man. That's you jump into the booth with with the Jim Ross. Listen, listen the don't thing. get a jacuzzi if you're afraid of getting hard on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pause. What? You want to play with the big dogs? No, no, whoa, no. <laughs> you're not playing with the dogs with their hard on. Well, I love it. Two legends. <laughs> you gotta bring the sauce. I tell you what. It, this they have a, a really nice set of of announcers. Like they have they have like three commentary teams, which is like a really nice thing to have for a company that's looking to expand. A hundred percent. They want to eventually have a second show, and that second show they they're grappling with it being different. They want the second show to feel. Um, Tony Khan was with Eric Bischoff on his podcast. And Tony Khan was talking about like, and and Eric Bischoff said it was the same thing that happened with him in Nitro and Thunder, and it's the same thing that happens with Raw and SmackDown. You have a really hard time of differentiating both shows, right? Like, why should I watch Monday if on Thursday I can see like, you know what I mean? Like the bullshit I didn't catch, and then like that kind of full effect and blah blah. blah. So Khan does he wants to have a unique second product, and a lot of that comes from the people in the booth. If I know on fucking Mondays, right, I can get Taz and, um, I keep forgetting his name, god damn it. Uh, Excalibur? Excalibur, Excalibur. Excalibur. Taz and Excalibur, like, they have, like, their hyper-analysis, like, they've got, like, this really, like, finessed show where, like, it's real technical, like, bam, 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 and then Wednesday Night Wars, they've got, like, this other show with JR and Shivani, nice big names, big platform, big showcase. Uh, I think that would work really, really well. Who's who's on the table on AEW Dark? Is it, uh, I know it, Vicky it is, has done it a is couple like, stints. And, no, 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 it's Excalibur and Taz. Taz. And Taz? I know Vicky every has Tuesday done a couple night. spots, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's like, been a guest, yeah. Taz hasn't been on every week, though. Like, Taz is not a... Um, the, for the majority of it, yeah, he has. Oh, really? I... I, I I love that you brought up Vicky there because that's going to take us to our next segment tonight, ladies and gentlemen. What is bumping this week? And Vicky, 
has debuted as a manager for Nyla Rose this week. How are we feeling about that? Wait, this is the same Vicky Guerrero you can catch in shooting the ish with us? That's the one! That's the one! Shout out to Tia Vicky. Yes, yes, yes. Money, money, money. Vicky Guerrero. We have said that the women's division in AEW needs a little help. Is it a manager like Vicky Guerrero that could elevate Nyla Rose? Is she the mouthpiece she needed? We shall see. It, 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 it intrigues me to see what can develop off of this. Yeah. We know, yeah, definitely. We know Vicky can bring the heat. That's right. Ooh, That's... the Latino heat. Latino heat. That's I'm gonna be to big, man. You know, and, and you know what? You know why I have trust in it? Because look at the pairings that they've had thus far when it comes to managers in AEW that has worked. Most recently, Jake the Snake with Lance Archer, beautiful pairing. You have what we were just talking about before, Taz with Brian Cage. That works because he needs uh, that yes, help. But I have, a bo- I have a bone to pick with Taz. Um, I don't know if y'all yes. want to talk about it yet. Based on Fight for the Fallen? Yeah, Based man. on Fight for the Fallen? Yeah, I we'll just, get to that. I don't, I don't like we'll that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Hey, you My, know it's another no, good pairing? Arn and Cody. Arn and Cody. Beautiful pairing. Arn and Cody. Yo, but I... Uh, Tully, Tully and, uh, and the perfect and, Tully and, 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 and yes. Um, and John, Spears, John, Spears. John Spears. Tully and Sean Spears. And Arn Anderson and Cody. You saw the glove? By the way, by the way, did you see, did you see Tully? Did you see Tully uh, observing FTR's match? Yeah. yeah. So what about facts? And they're trying to re- reignite the four horsemen, right? FTR, that's Arn and Tully, like hands yeah. down. So Sean Spencer, uh, Spears, Spencer, whatever. <laughs> he's like the mid Carter, right? So who's the leader of that pack? Who in AEW could be the face? Who could be the Ric Flair of that four? Cody. 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 Ooh, yeah. Or. Ooh. And you have Tully and Arn backing that faction. Oh, my God. Or Cody. No. Or, or Cody Tessa. Always being the one to face them. Or Tessa. Taking over his dad's role. Right. Remember, Dusty was not a four horseman, but he was always the one, like, knocking at him. Right? Like, he was and that's why. That's why I didn't time. put him in the contention. But, hey. Yo, keep in mind who FTR was having a drink with at the bar. Mm, Hangman. Hangman. Hangman's Hangman. a nice addition. I mean, he's not a Ric Flair. He's kind of a Barry Windham, yeah, big card guy. Yeah. You elevate up to a world yeah. champ at some point. So who? who yes. Or is the Ric Flair not there yet? Oh, I don't think he is. So who's Nick that? Aldis. Oh, I see why. You hey, know, you know who's sitting on the 2020 TV. Ric Flair? They're sitting on him. You know who it is? The WWE. Well, is is Bobby Roode still contract? Glorious. He that is, man but... should have been the 2020 Ric Flair. Uh, should have been. I don't know. Should have been, bro. You could have he... easily booked him with the robes, the style. Make him a Triple H winner. But Ric Flair, um, fucking show off type fucking guy. Yo, you can hold it off, man. And he I wins matches. I got Wait, a huh? name. 
I think I got a name too. Go for it. I got a name. I got a name. And I got a name that I think you'd like. I hate. But I got a name. Baron Corbin. At the E that hasn't quite re-signed yet, as far as I know. I'm, uh, maybe I'm wrong in all of this hype. Ray but there's a name, baby, that needs a place. Maybe as the face of the four horsemen in AEW. Which is trash, because Adam Coke is sucking ass. I, I mean, <laughs> he does use the figure four as a finish. In ROH, he didn't use the bigger force. He's staying home. He could definitely be that face. He could definitely be the Ric Flair, 100%. What I really appreciate about AEW overall, though, um, and we really like fucking U-turn from the manager thing, but (laughs) um, I appreciate is that they leave all seeds, right? Like, they plant all the seeds. You plant as many seeds as you can. Right? Oh, Tully is there watching FTR. That could be nothing. Like that could turn mm-hmm. out to be nothing. Right? Like, but the fact that he was there can be something. And now you're thinking about it. And now you're talking about it. And then maybe it disappears and it doesn't even matter. And then if someone asks him, they're like, Oh, I was watching and it you know what I mean? Like it lends itself to very like natural programming when like you play with all the little parts, right? Ooh, tease Cody Rose heel turn, but he never turns. You tease a Kenny Omega yeah. heel turn, but he never turns. Tease everything, right? Like, that's what builds tension because you're like, yo, Stone Cold, you always felt like he could snap. He was yeah. tagging with you, and you didn't know if he was on your side. Like, he he was always that guy that was, a, that, that was a firecracker. Because it, oh, to me, it felt like they always explored, like, all these little dots, like, everything that could happen except him t- fucking aligning with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 17. Yeah. But, anyway... <laughs> You sound like you want to. You sound like you want to talk about that. <laughs> I've never spoken about the show, but maybe we should. Maybe we you should. You sound like you want to spin off and do something somewhere. somewhere. And you know what? <laughs> that sounds a lot. That sounds a lot like what Bishop was talking about. Sounds a lot what WWE does with their house shows. And if you ever go to a house show, it's fun as fuck because you never know what can happen. You can have a crazy dream match out of nowhere that's not being televised, but for the house show, they'll try it out to see what sticks. And a, you see, you're seeing AEW take these chances on live programming. And I, and I think that's what WWE used to do more of back in the day. And they're not doing as much anymore. Taking those chances. Like you said, you plant those seeds, see how they harvest. Look, right, we're yeah. excited. Potential four horsemen. That shit would be dope. And maybe, yo, and, and the thing is, like, it doesn't even have to happen. Yeah. Like, you know, it could never happen. It's a possibility. Who would, man- it who would manage that? Because even it the horsemen like, can't manage it. It's, it's like when you tell your girl, babe, you trying to fuck? She's like, nah. I'm like, you really don't want to fuck either, but you want to just see if she's down. If she says That's yes, crazy. I'm like, ah, right, cool. I'm <laughs> good with it. I, we don't have to. You could put J.J. Dillon in there. He's all right. Let me you out real quick. <laughs> I'm scared for you right now <laughs> in, on this journey. Listen, <laughs> was that, was that you, you bring in both Tully and Arn Anderson. Yeah. And let them duel it out. My bad, old school. You gonna say something? What's up? No, he's JJ Dillon's still around. That's true. Yo, you know what? Nah. JJ <laughs> <laughs> Dillon. Why, why, why don't you want to bring out the eighty-year-old JJ Dillon? We gonna bring out the seventy-year-old Arn and. I mean this. I, I've spoken directly to JJ Dillon. Yo, don't do it. 
<laughs> Why? Yo, I will not, I will not shit on him. Boy, don't do it. Like, do not bring on JJ. There's just some people that don't make the transition. You know what I mean? No, no son. No. Yo, he, nah, man, he don't even know what planet he's on, bro. Like, yo, don't. KJ <laughs> is a, a non-functioning member of the wrestling community. Like, he like, cannot. Listen, listen, there's no hip-hop artist that has Grandmaster Flash on a fucking feature. Like, ain't transitioned the right way, man. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Rick James, alone, I ain't on nothing. You know what? Eddie Murphy should not let's be leave. singing. Let's be real. Hold on, hold on. Let's be real for a second. The moments of the of, of the four horsemen. Okay. JJ Dillon was irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> what? Irrelevant, Joe. What? Oh. Old school's about to kick irrelevant. some balance. He know was why, right? the bumping manager you needed. Right? Exactly. You couldn't. He was you couldn't, hard. Right. He was the guy that you took it out on because you couldn't, you didn't want to lessen any of the horsemen. You yeah. need that. You need the guy who can bump on the outside. And the thing is, exactly. you had Ric Flair on the mic. You know what you're telling me? So you, you didn't need anything else. Me? You're telling me. What you're telling me is that a pillow could have done his job. Take <laughs> <laughs> a bump. Una moada. His job. Oh, it's a, a pillow. Oh, my God. It's a, a manager taking a bump. How absurd of an idea. Yo, it's part of your fucking job. It shouldn't be a fucking <laughs> miracle that you could take a bump as a manager. And you know what? As far as taking bumps are concerned and making coherent sentences together, I don't think J.J. Dillon is a good example of any of those things. Wow. Damn. Facts. Are you saying JJ Dillon is the buff bagwell of MWO? What the? Oh. Fuck? <laughs> wow. I don't. No, he's like the Mongo McMichael. Of what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is the barber beefcake? All schools gonna. All schools gonna blow up. The chest. <laughs> Titus O'Neil's. That's fine. It like, was a fucking straw straw man. So I don't know, man made of straw. Nobody, he was Jimmy, the Jimmy Hart. <laughs> man, man. The Jimmy, why do you think Jimmy Hart brought a megaphone out to the ring? Because Hogan didn't let him speak at all during the interview. <laughs> That's the only way he, he, he was trying to say in the crowd. Yeah. Hogan can go and yell, let me tell you, brother. He's like, not today, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it, no, no, no. when that Hogan movie, the, 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 the biopic of Hogan comes out, 
where Chris Hemsworth playing the role. Like, I really hope that they really say the truth about Jimmy Hart. And the fact that him on his megaphone was making all in the audience pop. They weren't popping for Hogan. They were popping for Jimmy. I hope that it comes out in the bio. But I'm just saying. Do you, do you think they're going to capture the racism? Oh, oh they are. They're, they're can't, talking about the case. Them. They have to. They talking have to. Yeah. about the case, so they're definitely going to talk about it. Oh, the sex man, scandal. Man. They have to. So, they his, uh, do you think they include his apology? Uh, yeah. Of course. What apology? What apology? Everybody, he's a racist. <laughs> until until uh, we see his daughter uh, Brooke uh, married to an NBA player, I don't think there's an apology. What? <laughs> what? Wasn't that the, wasn't that the the thing? Oh, I don't want him yeah. with one of your know, basketball playing. You know what I mean? Like, unless James Harden the the ring thing. on it. I mean, it's like, oh, he's racist. That's crazy. That's racist. Until, until I see that, I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> that's racist. Like, y'all want to play that's racist? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you win. So, so, so right now, it's a beautiful time in wrestling. There's a lot of great managers that are developing for talent. You look at cross promotions, and you can talk about great managers. We had a conversation about this last week. AEW is really hitting something on the hammer right there. I mean... This Nyla Rose pairing with Vicky, I was not seeing that coming. Um, and I de- honestly didn't even think of that's what she needed. Well, Nyla Rose had been talking about it, like, in the prior weeks. She was like, oh, I'm going to bring somebody. Everybody with the manager wins. So, blah, blah, blah. I like right. the good um, Excuse me! I don't know if she needed one. Um, I don't know. But Vicky is always a good manager. I think that... She understands the business, and I think she understands what people want and don't want. Like, I, I think she knows her role really well. Uh, whatever, like, whatever it is, I think she knows it. Like, she that's why she buys in. Like, when we did the shoot in the ish with Vicky Guerrero that you can find on SoundCloud and all our sound platforms, mm. right? Um, Vicky, like, she talked about that. Like, like understanding the, the role that she's playing in the card, at what part in the show, and, and what have you. So, her on TV is a plus, always. However, always. don't we think this is just overkill with the managers? Like, is this too much? It's too I much can, too soon. I can well, give I, you one, one stable, at least, that may seem like overkill, but I don't think it is. Um, the Selena Vega and um, Andrade with, with Angel Garza. At first, there was four guys, right? Um I think it's three. I think it was three. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. wasn't part of that for a little bit. I, I, I was entertained with when they had all of them. And even now, so that he's gone, uh, the whole situation with Garza and then Charlie and now Zelina, too, getting involved in it slowly, you know, like lightly. But it, it's all entertaining. And I don't think it's gone bad at all. It's a lot of people involved. I, it may look like overkill, but I, I'm good. I'm good with it. I like the Zelina Vega, Angel Garza, Andrade thing. I like the tension. I always, I never understood heel factions that got along. To me, right, especially when it's when it's a bigger group, um, but like Andrade and Angel Garza aren't like tag team. They feel like two different title chasers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like The Rock and Ron Simmons. 
Yeah. 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 That's a that's a yeah. great comparison. Yeah. And unfortunately, well, like that's not good news for 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 Andrade. Because he's Ron Simmons. Rock. You yeah. know what? I, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. I didn't like that. Um, Garza survived in the elimination on Monday versus Andrade. I think Andrade should have gotten that win, and Garza was the first, the one eliminated. Um, I see, but it's like they're kind of putting Garza a little bit. I, I, I think they haven't done enough with Andrade here. I, I, well, I think. Well, I think it's them trying to set it up. Like they they're really gonna go with Garza. Like he's gonna be the, the, the next Garza could be the next Eddie. Sh- no. Sean Michaels to the Marty Janetti of Andrade, which is But even if he's not a right, lot like, harsher. Not the great shit that that whatever. Like having a strong second guy is really good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh shit, he beat Andrade today. That doesn't mean that he's like ahead of Andrade in the rankings, you know. the Right, the right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like Andrade is still to me the more pre- prestigious title chaser. And with that, that's what I'm saying. They can really, if you want to go like with a full Spanish faction, which it doesn't look like they're going to do because they brought in Austin Theory and Buddy Murphy. Um, but you could bring in like a Lucha House Party, right? Would turn them turn them a little bit darker, more sinister, right, with the Zelina Vega. Or you could bring in a, a different kind of tag team um, and really have, like, a really strong faction that can always fight for bigger titles. Because the, the, the two heads, think Shawn Michaels and Triple H, right? Now, hold on. I'm not comparing. The, I'm not saying that they're Shawn Michaels and Triple H, right? Like, that's a whole crazy class. But in terms of, like, how they were both, like, Intercontinental World Heavyweight like position players, mm-hmm. I think that that it'll work out really good with them too. They need to, I think they need to find a tag team that'll rock with them. So it's kind of the Horseman scenario where you have like the Ric Flair and then whoever you're gonna build to face Ric Flair. Oh, no, you don't have Ric Flair, market, right? The the four. Horsemen. I also, I also feel though that uh, I think it's just that Garza has enough charisma to eventually go on his own. I mean, Andrade has been elevated because of Selena. So that's to say that on the, on the microphone, it's not his best asset at this moment. For Garza, we've been able to see that he can handle it, which is why he's shining through. I think this, they're just setting up the breakup. You know what I mean? I think eventually what you're going to get is a Shawn Michaels situation uh, from either Garza or Andrade with Marty Giannetti. Somebody's going through a window. Put the match on NXT, man. I want to see them do a real one-on-one. Don't give me a fucking five-minute Ross match one-on-one. Either way, yeah. They, I'm not even going to see a one fucking... Uh, uh, if you give me a match like that, there has to be a bloodbath. There has to be a hell in a cell. That has yeah. to be something. Who's away champion on NXT? Oh, uh, uh, Santos Escobar. Yes, sir. That dude is killing it right now, yo. That's killing Yes, but... I, I kind of like that's who replaces. Now he has his own thing. If anything, I'd take Garza and, and Andrade and put them under this dude. Because, yo, yeah, true. his message, the message this guy's throwing out there, and, and he, oh man, he's, it's like he's mad at them fucking, uh, you know what? He's, a, mad, he's mad at, the wrestling industry in, in America and over the world putting luchadors as pinatas. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's, is that, and that's strong. 
Is it that he's mad? Huh? Imagine Zelina Vega pitching that message. Right? And him under Zelina Vega. Now, he's a star on his own right. Uh, Then you got Andrade. And then you got Angel Garza. You got to drop one. We've said that Angel Garza feels like a a single character. Like, like he feels like he's got the charisma to kind of hang on his own. It doesn't mean that that, uh, Hijo de Fantasma does it. Because he does. I I, I think it adds an element to him. And I think Angel Garza being dicked out of this group really adds, like, a sympathetic... I think that's overkill. Yeah, I think that's overkill. I, I, this guy is just so leader. Like he's he's just he's alpha male own. right now. He's doing he's, it on his he's own. Killing, he I, yeah, I can't see him under anybody. And Andrade, he's he's on his own too. I I can't see him under anybody. He's already a main eventer that should be main eventing and should have multiple title reigns already. And and that's not gonna happen. But uh, how about Rogers? Who? Roderick Strong? Oh. Roger Stone. Oh. oh. Roger Stone. You mean Robert Stone? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Roger Stone. Aha. <laughs> about to get into politics Aha. real quick. I'm like, whoa. Um, yeah. So, SME. So, so far, when he's not inebriated, he's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> he helped, <laughs> you know. I think he's going to build a little faction. He has some, 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 some luring eyes. Uh, he he did a lot of favors this week. I think something's gonna happen with him. Uh, I don't think we've seen the full potential. I'm just honestly like I, I didn't realize his in ring career was over. Like I thought when he came to NXT, like we might see a resurgence, you know. But this is the route we're going with it. Elevate the women. Elevate. He could, he could be like the um, y'all remember Colonel Parker from WCW? Oh yeah. Or or if you go back further, he was uh. He was um, oh, further back from Colonel Stud. Yeah, Unfortunately, they're making him look like Drake so Maverick. Stud stable. So, unfortunately, they make him look like Drake Maverick out there, so I don't know. Yeah, true. Unfortunately. Who's Taya Valkyrie's manager? Taya. Johnny, Johnny Fresh or Johnny English? What the fuck is his Johnny name? Swinger? No, 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 no. Taya Valkyrie's uh, manager comes up with the fucking toy puppy. The toy puppy. Babo, you're the only one that watches Impact. I don't know what you're talking Wow. Speaking of Impact, anniversary this Saturday. I'm excited. I'm excited. And he's the only one, ladies and gentlemen. Why JP Savage is excited? Tune in on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Slammiversary pre show is happening, folks. J.P. Savage, Victor Villain, the only two that are going to be able to boggle with this amazing card. What are you saying? Deanna Parazu go up against. Who? Who? Thick thick Mama Pump. That's right. Jordan Grace. And you're going to have an alumni of shooting the shit. Austin (laughs) Ace. And a triple tag. Or quadruple, actually, match. A fatal four-way. It's a fatal four-way. Fatal four-way. Mystery entrant for the Impact World Heavyweight title. <laughs> I'm excited. Apparently, too excited. He's too excited. Let's go about this down this Saturday. Saturday. So, what you're saying is that, like, listen, I don't watch Impact, but uh-huh. if, you, if I watch your pre-show, I'll understand what the fuck's going to happen on the show? 
hundred percent. You understand uh-huh. what's gonna happen. Uh huh. You're gonna know all the details. Oh, Who's so you gonna give me with the aha? Uh-huh, you okay? Okay. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. okay. So I'm rushing, you know, <laughs> Saturday, 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 Slam anniversary, baby. Slammiversary. Uh, a bunch JP. of workhorses in that goddamn pay-per-view. Tell you right now. But we're going to workhorses of our own. Oh. Uh, workhorses. Yes. Speaking of the warhorse, he is a workhorse in, in himself. Mischief, why don't you talk to us about him a little bit? If you're feeling the The TNT championship is supposed (laughs) to be the workhorse title workhorse. We're talking about the guy that's really going to carry the middle of the show, right? Really put on a solid performance, really going to leave the fans wanting more, set everybody's palette up for the main event. These guys, right, are your intercontinental guys, your U.S. champion guys, right? These are the guys that really, really set the tempo of the middle of the show, really set everybody up and really put on great great shows and TNT championship really hasn't lived up to its potential as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Kind of like a TBS championship right now. Man. <laughs> more like more like PBS. PBS. It is the reading rainbow of open challenges as far as I'm concerned. Hey, right? that was the matches, Now I'll take it back. Right, the matches is not And Cody terrible. can't read. Solid, but the open challenge itself. I mean, like we haven't gotten anything that we. It's an open challenge. God damn it, we can get anybody. Anybody. Afraid of Cody Rhodes? Warhorse is sitting right in front of you. Orn Anderson has heard the name. You have too, and all we see is ducking, ducking, ducking. We don't see you addressing this at all. Even when Orn Anderson said. So I'm really disappointed in the fact that Cody Rose, the American Nightmare, the son of the son of a plumber, the guy that really set up NXT, and it's really interesting to see these Wednesday Night Wars develop against your dad's creation, but a really solid opportunity for really for you to show that Rhodes valor, those balls that your dad showed throughout his whole <laughs> career and the balls that you've done right balls you live up to that <laughs> expectation you got a Rhodes name and you've done a hell of a job up to this far it'd be a damn shame for you to walk away from it now warhorse is calling baby the tnt title he deserves around his waist but at least give him a shot at it or he not he knows karate dickhead and we'll know where you at the I mean, ruler of all asses Hey. I'm just saying, right? Yeah, Cody, show us your balls and let him rule your ass. Because <laughs> he knows karate, dickhead. <laughs> it's all that he's, that was just said. That was all of that in a nutshell right there. <laughs> right? Did I get it? Did more, I get it? Your balls and let him rule your ass, more, more nuts and show. Damn. More nuts and That's the message, but that's the message. I think that's the name of the episode. Show your hey. balls and rule your ass. <laughs> I bet you that's the most searched uh, phrase on YouTube. Nah, that's porn. Not God, I, I don't want to know who's searching that on YouTube. Oh, oh they will. So, uh, I expect a war go, of Gory Gallic. ASAP. What do you think? I think, I think we need to see. Rory Gulak, you said? <laughs> no, not Gulak. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Wait. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Ooh, no. suéltalo, 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 suéltalo. 
Time out, time out. Take me, take me. Aha. 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 Okay. Okay. I bet you he I bet you he likes war horses. <laughs> you know what I mean. What? Yo. Hey. Oh, I'm man. Double stamps is all video. What? Workhorse. <laughs> you guys are despicable. Workhorse carries your show. Who are some well, workhorses we who's, got? Who's the, who's the hottest workhorse right now? And for, Well, and we, got, we got two of them in WWE, Sasha and Bailey. Ooh, they're on three shows. Oh, they're, they're, doing, they're doing what okay. Charlotte was doing before sure. she so, so you mentioned Charlotte. Charlotte is the epitome of being a woman. Charlotte. And yeah, we start with her. That's yeah. me, for sure. Charlotte, number one. Um, Seth really, Rollins. Seth Rollins, yo. Seth Rollins. You know what's interesting about Seth Rollins? And this particular angle with Rey Mysterio, mm. this has been going on since December. That's crazy. Think about that. They've with, written a storyline that's gone seven months. With right? Ray? Is it any good? In, yeah. In December, um, Rollins jumped Ray, and he was he said some bullshit. Da, 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 eye for an eye. That could have been completely accidental. Someone found that shit on, on, on the Twitter sphere, and I saw that, and I was like, yo, goddamn. That's really interesting. We haven't seen... Listen, the he's been, watch, he's been watching too much of the Umbrella Academy. That's what happened. Fuck out of here. The Umbrella? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know what the Umbrella Academy is. Ah, from Raccoon City? Umbrella? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck they, those they guys. Still umbrella, they still searching for number eight? They still searching for number eight? I think they're behind COVID. Yep. Yo, Resident Evil trash, yo. You like Resident Evil? Yo, Resident Evil 2 and 3, yo. Yo, favorite games. Garbage number one and garbage number two. Shout out to Mario Kart. It was originally called Biohazard, which is what it was. Yo, that shit was, yeah. That shit was toxic waste. You, oh, man, I hate Resident Evil. Oh, it's called Bioshock. Bioshock. No, Bioshock's the Xbox game, you dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, man. I never played so that I, one. So I think I think a workhorse that's uh, getting a title shot this Sunday has to be mentioned is Dolph Ziggler. Ooh. What is he going to add up to? But I have no idea, but he is definitely a workhorse. He can go in the ring. He can go with anybody. He's Ultimate Sunday. Years experience too well, how would you feel... Now that you brought up his name, I was going to say this before, but I kind of forgot. How would you feel if he was the name that went and became that fourth horseman? Yes. That's, I I was going to say it. I forgot about it, but yes. That, isn't Ziggler? that a formula, Joe? That should be crazy. I don't know if Ziggler, because Ziggler's on the con. He just signed an extension. And uh, the the egism is flexibility to explore his comedic career as well. So I don't know if that's going to happen. No, nah, it's not gonna. That would be interesting. My thing is just why why can't he start a faction in the E, man? We've mentioned his name in the past. Like he will work with anybody, man. He's too short. Vin says he's too short. He's what are you gonna do about Adam Cole? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about Adam Cole? He goes to two hundred five. He goes to two hundred five. You know exactly, yo. Adam Cole's gonna come and he's gonna fucking look at Finn Balor in the main roster. Listen, Finn Balor had his chance and he got hurt. 
And then fucking Vince was like, ah, that's why I don't give these fuckers chance. But it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. It was was his workhorse's fault. Seth Rollins. (laughs) So here's the thing. Finn Balor looks better than Adam Cole. Adam Cole looks like a little kid. Yeah. Finn Balor had had it. It was just chiseled. But Finn Balor had the demon. Mm -hmm. Adam Cole ain't got shit. He's got, he got he's got undisputed, baby. He got no crowd, baby. His girlfriend is a dentist, baby. He's gonna work with with Owens. He's he's on the roster. Listen, if he's not, he, if he got a pop in He got he got a pop in Royal Rumble. He's gonna get a pop in the E and then he a SmackDown Raw. Put him wherever you want. He's gonna get a pop. Is Adam Cole? Yo, respect. Yo. Fucking 403 days as the NXT champion. Fucking putting in work during Adam Cole. Adam Cole around, around what, Survivor Series days? last year. How many games was NXT champion? 403. Yo, remember Jamarcus Russell won the Heisman Trophy? <laughs> so did Charlie Ward. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo, I'm just saying. Yo, Vince Young had his Heisman Trophy. I'm just... So you dare. Out. You dare compare an upcoming legend like Adam Cole to Jamarcus Russell. Remember when Bo <laughs> Dallas was the NXT champion? <laughs> Me neither. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. And he had that uh, banging uh, ladder match with uh, Neville. Yes. I remember I Neville, remember Neville was an NXT match. champion, too. Yo, my Neville, God. Those names were remar- amazing names to watch uh, does, in does NXT Neville at wrestle? that time. Yeah, yo, and just stuck over. He was he, They had battles, him and 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 Bo Dallas, Never him was and Sammy Zayn. But yeah. where is he? Where is he? I haven't seen that motherfucker overseas, bro. Overseas, yeah. bro. UK, Come on, in your mom's closet. <laughs> <laughs> With that big ass forehead. No Neville's. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Speaking widow. Receding hairline, right? Jesus Christ, yo. You remember Jerry Rice, his year with the Raiders? Neither. <laughs> his cornrow started right here, right at the top of this cap. <laughs> he looked wearing like a wig or like, you know, when you put the hoodie on just your yeah. head? Yeah. Right? So he was like, wrong for that, yo. That's yo, that shit like cornrows slipping on. That's yo, he right here. looked right worse. Here. But Neville's hair looks like brown ramen noodles. So that shit is <laughs> all wiry ass shit started in the middle of the skull, yo. Yo, yo, he looked worse than Jerry Rice because he looked like Stephen A with cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Hey. Hey. He says salute like this. <laughs> yo, that is absurd. That is absurd. <laughs> yo, speaking of Coro, Scotty Pippen just got Coro trying to like future because it's, oh, it's a future. wow. Scotty Pippen, what is it with I'm these terrible. sports guys and these 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 fake sports things? Football, <laughs> basketball, and baseball—they're all fake. Yeah, it's an um a popular th- it's opinion. Predetermined. Predetermined. But but it's how I feel, and it's the facts I know. Oh, yeah, uh, Vic. If it was fake, then why do the Knicks suck? You know what's one fact on I purpose. do know? You know what's one fact it, I do know? It's scripted. Many would say it's scripted. You know it was the most successful the franchise, the Knicks and the Lakers. But it's fake. 
<laughs> one I fact I do know is that franchises, but... one fact I do know is that JR <laughs> this week introduced Fight for the Fallen as Fighter Fest, and that shit slid. Nobody said nothing. <laughs> so welcome to Fighter Fest, folks. We're yeah, here. Yeah, for night three. <laughs> and everybody was like, for yeah, night yeah. three. Change the graphics. The graphics. Yo, 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 listen to me. Excalibur. 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 Listen to me. That's when you have to say some shit. This guy, bro. That's how Excalibur Come on, man. Super Excalibur about to go back to PWG. Just live his life. Excalibur, did you not see Titanic? You could both fit on the door, man. Both of you could fit on the fucking door. <laughs> One of you gonna freeze to death, but y'all can fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gentlemen, uh, who can give me an unpopular opinion from this week, maybe from this month? Something that you know you feel may not uh, resonate with the fans out there, or with with most. Vince McMahon doesn't give a fuck about COVID. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a popular... That's a popular I feel like that's a fact. It's quite obvious. I feel like AEW's tag division isn't as great as everyone makes it out to be. You know, I, I think I agree with you. Hmm. AEW's? Yeah, yeah. Like, think about it, right? Like, who's really, who's really on their roster? I mean, yo, they don't have bad teams. I'm not saying that they're bad teams. Not really. I think Butcher and the Blade are punching above their weight class right now, right? Like, they're really like, that's not where they belong, but they're doing a good job with that. So good for them. And Um, they're rookies on the game. Compare them when you compare them to any other corporate, any other company. What? Who? Who are they? Losing to, well, who's better? I guess Briscoe's for sure, New Day okay. for sure, Private Party for sure. No, well, no, no, the divisions, not the tag teams. I mean, I mean the division, like the oh. that the tag division in AW is better oh. than who's. You know what it's like saying? It's like saying if there was no Major League Baseball, right? But then there was this one really shitty AAA team that that. Shitty triple A team is like the best baseball so, team in the world. So who's who's major league baseball? The E? Oh, it's yeah. 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 I mean yeah. market share wise, yeah. Because I'm not I'm not feeling I'm not feeling the Street Profits and Viking Raiders uh fucking uh, unnecessary bullshit basketball games and 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 and, and golfing and shit. And that's AW due to COVID, though. Match, that's due to, but AEW think... had tag matches. Yo, yeah, and, and they, didn't, Dark they didn't have to do none of that shit. Kenny yeah, Omega but, and, and Adam Page have been having bangers. And I mean, I may be tired of them, but at least they're putting on a... Pro- they're putting up something. <laughs> are, you trying to, are you trying to... So basically, they're getting a participation trophy? Is that it? If, if that's what you want to give them... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Last week on this motherfucking show, because we're alive on Thursdays at 10.30 Eastern, motherfuckers, on YouTube. This one. You're trying to tell me we just 
Talk about the fact that there's a lot of tag teams developing through all all the promotions, and there's an emphasis on tag teams. And you're gonna talk shit about it the week right after? Yeah. Tag teams, yes. The matches that they welcome to the show, bitch. What we've been seeing, (laughs) what we've been seeing, no, like. You guys like that street popping shit? The the basketball Yo, games and shit? You know what? Like, you right. Well, I, I, I fucking I couldn't stand that shit. I hated it, but remember this. There's a reason why Kevin Owens fucking started screaming. But what's the last tag team match you saw in WWE that excited you? Or well, NXT doesn't count, I guess, right? Because yeah, NXT should count. count. It should count. Why not? It should NXT, count. Should NXT, it I guess, would be. NXT would, would could definitely be a better brand than um tag than 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 AW. I oh. just don't think I see anything on Raw or SmackDown that is better than what than anything really. Unfortunately, that's just the reality right now, man. That's the that's or, the state of the business right now. And people are like you, you know, especially when you talk about tag team, you you're now you're asking another individual, two more, four people, to be able to be healthy. That's tough. That's tough. In hey, certain, take a lot, state. You need a lot of personnel, a lot of staff <laughs> to show up to work. And they don't even have that right now. I think that's the reason right. why you can see a lot of more single wrestlers being paired up if you want to have a tag team match just in case. Uh, you know, if somebody gets sick, he can still have a single run. Yeah, you know I mean, it doesn't interrupt the tag team. Yeah. For sure. Yo, Mischief just disappears and shit. He's trying to. Think, he went to go get beer at the stands. What, what, what the I fuck is going on right now? I think he has diarrhea. I think he oh. broke the seal. Truth here, truth here, truth here. So <laughs> it's. Uh, I think it's about that time for HBC of the week. Oh. Yeah, I think we got to get into some heels. Uh, who 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 killed it for this week, man? Who's oh, who's, oh wait, wait, wait before we get about. there, before we get there, an unpopular opinion. <laughs> If for any miracle, Dolph Ziggler wins the championship this Sunday, it's not going to be a great reign. Unfortunately. He's not going to win. There's no yeah, way he's he not going to win. No, no. Ziggler is the sacrificial lamb. Like, he's just, he's the you don't think You don't think, like, they'll, 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 they'll finally get it. If they give him the title now, I think. I'm trusting you over Drew McIntyre. Z- I better write Z- something. Ziggler's become the modern day Brooklyn brawler at this point. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he coming out Good there sport. to get his ass kicked. Wow, and put and put new talent over. That's it. That's his job. Oh, you coming up from NXT? Hold on. Yup. Yup. That's right. Ever Ziggler's out ever here since- over. He's putting over all the new talent like Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Concussion not, City. Not listen, the, listen. Amy, after Amy, not the guy after, I was thinking of, but. after Amy Schumer came out talking about that he's too active during <laughs> sex, it all went downhill for him, bro. You need to stop helicoptering, bro. Like not for like, him. Keep to the basics, bro. Keep to the fucking basics. I think he kept it up. Playboy. Hey. He, he was trying to steal the show. That was his problem. That's the, hey. needs the eyes on Hubris. Back up. <laughs> all right, here's my share shots of the week, all right? Let's do it. I'm going to go. I think every week I pick somebody from the inner circle, right? And it's usually Chris Jericho, and it's Chris Jericho. Um, <laughs> so 
He was great on commentary. He was consistent, right? Which I appreciate. Yo, I appreciate consistency. He brought up his jacket all fucking night, right? Um, he was doused in orange juice in time, ah. right? And Ortiz exploded as a human being. He looked like there was salt on a slug. I thought he was having a stroke. It was amazing. <laughs> and then I hated it. And then I think I loved it again. Um, but Jericho, I thought, just was great because he took it, right? And then he he had like the, the towel moment, right, where he was like wiping himself clean with the towel. It was a little too like obvious, but I, I wish it was more like messy. But... It was funny, right? Like, Jericho's just funny. Like, he does a good job being funny. So, heel of the week, Chris Jericho. Okay. Heel of the week? I thought we are doing pop of the week. God damn it. You interrupted heel of the week, you bitch. Yo, for real. (laughs) We had already closed. You were like, oh, hold on. Let me get to that bus after it left. And then you jumped out. (laughs) We missed the stop. We hadn't gotten to yet. La próxima. <laughs> Shout out to Union City Buses. Who else? Yeah, That's my heel of the week. Union City Buses. For the transportation. My, and- <laughs> my heel of the week is going to go, and, it's, and it might come up in my pop of the week as well. But I'm going to go with what happened at the end of the What? 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 What happened what? at the end of NXT? With Dakota had Kai? The champion retained in Dakota Kai going la pata in the face. <laughs> knowing that, you know what? Remember, ladies and gentlemen, in con pie, con pie. 20, she was the future star of NXT. Winner. Dakota Kai is going to be the next champion. She was, she was a breakout star. She was a breakout star. Breakout yeah. star. So it makes sense because uh, Io Shirai looks like she wants to go back to Japan, bro. Especially after the hubby won three belts. I don't know. I don't know. Something's evil. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to bring up my pop of the week, you son of a bitch? Go ahead. Oh, oh, talk, to talk to him. Talk to him. We're going to talk about... I didn't hear a word you <laughs> say. Hibbity <laughs> hoobla! His mic popped. His mic popped. That was the pop of the week. That was his pop of the week. (laughs) Literally fucking popped so loud that his mic popped. But yes, evil defeats not you. Go ahead. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So wait, wait. So what I was gonna say was he won he won the the new Japan Cup and then he won he won the titles from Naido. The Intercontinental and the IWGP Heavyweight Title, and then he still holds the never, never uh, open weight six man tag or three man tag. Never open. With, never open. With with uh, with Los Goblin Nabrez, who he turned on to to uh, to join the Bullet Club as their leader because Jay White is still in New Zealand. Wow. And New Zealand has big bugs. We got a. Yo, I got a bunch of jerseys. Has... The fucking pops out of the way. What else okay. you got? Oh man, pop of the week. Uh, I got one here. It's gotta be Vicky Guerrero. Um, debuting. Like She's back. Like She's gonna. It. She's gonna bring some life to 
to the stories in uh, Nyla Rose's and the women's division. So I, I can't wait to see that. I definitely popped big time. Big time! When Vicky Guerrero came out. Pretty Chubbs, who else made a debut? Who else made a debut <laughs> besides me and your mom's closet? <laughs> oh. Wow. That's a... I don't even think you've ever seen your dick, so that's another situation. <laughs> How about Darby uh, Allen? Right? Ooh. Darby Allen re-debut from his injury, popping Brian Cage in the mouth. In la cara. Big pop. In la boca. Darby, but Darby, yeah. that's gonna Go lead me. Let's get our, our chair shot. My pop, my pop was definitely the the orange bath. It brought me back to you know nineties uh, WWF, you know com- comedic de- degeneration X fucking stunts, Stone Cold stunts. That's what it brought me back to. The fact that they fucking splashed all that tang. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that shit was tang. That was that powder shit. Let's uh, tang about it, baby. You know that? Or are you making that shit up? I don't believe it's you. It's impossible. They're not going to waste that much money on orange you juice. You, wait, wait, wait. So you don't think that that was Tampico from La Roca? <laughs> could have been Tampico. Wait a minute. It could have been. <laughs> that, was, that, was, I that was definitely orange Tampico. juice. Tampico. It was definitely, it was definitely orange drink. It wasn't orange juice. It was orange drink. Yeah, orange but, drink. Drink. Orange. But when that shit happened, of upside down, it was great. They're squeezing about... the fuck out of that feud. Shut up already, bitch. Let's talk about some chair shots. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you calling? This other orange piece of shit, Taz, throw it in the towel. Oh, How did y'all on. feel about that? Why? 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 You talked all this shit. Why? You talked all this shit the whole fucking month about... Oh, this this guy Brian Cage is the future, and he's a is bad he, motherfucker. You know, if if you're huh? a heel, you don't throw in the towel. <laughs> That's weird to me, dude. You throw in his towel. See, the thing is, I, you get his mom to come in and throw the towel like they had. <laughs> you put the his mom is, on a pole. Listen, simpletons. The thing is that you. You're worried about winning the battle when you have to win the war. And Taz understood that his client recently just had surgery. And that's exactly what was the game plan that Moxley went into the ring with. So at that moment, he needed to think about the longevity of their partnership. If Moxley would have kept going and fucking broken that fucking shoulder, bicep, whatever the fuck it was, it would have been a wrap. Can someone also explain to me how he had the shittiest armor on too? Bro. I don't know. That shit was weird as hell. And they rolled over, so it wasn't like he was applying pressure. He was kind of just humping his arm at the end. He was. What else we got? What other fucking chair shots we got? JR opening up for uh, Fighter Fest for the third time. <laughs> All right. How about Honestly, I'm I'm gonna give a chair shot to the NXT main event this week, man. Tegan Knox and Ian Shirai just didn't bring it. It was uh, it was not the match that people were expecting. It, it was not what it was. Uh, but off night maybe I don't know, but it was uh, very very uh predictable. A lot of uh, shaky spots. Tegan Knox, unfortunately, was the one that didn't uh, seem up to par. And Eel didn't seem uh, impressed. She didn't seem it's, like she was uh, feeding off that energy. 
I, I, f- I feel like Io Shirai had to slow it down for Tegan Knox because Tegan Knox yeah. is moving a little slower. I just, yeah, she's moving a lot slower. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know what? That. You know what's see that. Un- you know what's not predictable though. That's all the time we have for you folks. Guys. Wait. I, mean, I don't care where you got the I don't care where you got it because I know you got it from The people want to hear more. You want to hear more? Don't wrestle fingers, butts. <laughs> Check us out. The new Barry Corbin. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. What about NWA being shut down, but not really? Fuck them. Oh em. my God. Damn. Folks, Check us out on YouTube. Make sure to tune in for the Slammiversary pre-show. Make sure to tune in also for the Extreme Rules pre-show happening on Saturday and on Sunday. Saturday. All collective Saturday. shows. Saturday. Saturday. Kings of the pre-show, Saturday. baby, we're back. Make sure to... And make sure to get your fly swag at Foco.com. HPC10 is your code to <laughs> Wait, save you 10%. Mother what? Mother's HPC10. Get your Mother's Day gift. Father's Day gift. NBA. NBA. Golf. If you it's shut the fuck up, dude. BBW. BBW. HPC 10. 10 counts of 10 toes. See y'all next week. Peace. What next? That was good. That was good.